And welcome back to Draft Punks. This is our mock draft episode. Uh, when you're listening to this, hopefully today is the day of the NFL draft. Tis the season. Tis the season, my friends. Merry draft day. Merry draft is Eve. Yes, draft some seeds for us. We uh, put you put together a mock draft for you guys a couple of days ago. Um, we're not even going to get this one edited, so hopefully nothing bad happens because we don't have time. We want to make sure we get this to you guys before the draft. So uh, Ryan, Ryan and I did a little mock draft. We did a one where we take turns making the picks. I think this is a good way to do it. I like doing these ways. You guys might be able to try it. It's good doing it because – a lot of times I always found myself in mock drafts being like, wow, this would be a great fit. So I try to save that fit and I want to see them match up. But then your friend just takes them from you. So you got to exactly. take the guy, the guy you you think is the best fit right there if you're that team. So it, it keeps you from trying to do a best fit scenario type mock draft. And that's why it's a good way to do it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like that way we're not like saving picks, especially for like the Giants or Lions. Yeah, exactly. Um, so... We we one other wrinkle we throw in it. I mean, this is crazy. There's a lot. There's a lot of quarterbacks. Possibly six may go in the first round. Who knows? Um, there's gonna there's gonna be trades. This is gonna be one of the craziest NFL drafts I think I've ever seen. To be a hundred percent honest. So we both made the rule that we both get one trade. We both get a mock a trade. We'll tell you guys some like predictions for the type of picks they might have to give up. Uh, so. We're going to dive into it. Um, I did the evens because the Giants had the second pick, and Ryan starts with the odds. So, Ryan, you want to say who was a first pick in the, the 2018 I, NFL draft? I would like to. Also, too, just want to mention back in the trade thing. I know this is kind of weird, but yeah. it does make more sense to – like for you can't really this – this draft you can't gauge without trades because you look at the teams that are picking in the bottom half, the Giants, Broncos, 49ers – um, these are all teams that are pretty good and pretty competitive, and they can easily trade out. Anyway, um, so let's go to the NFL draft. Yeah, and, well, uh, one, one more mention on that too. And also, if a quarterback happens to get by five, then there's not going to be another guy to the Dolphins, and that's how quarterbacks slip to like the Dolphins. Makes no sense because somebody would trade up there for, if uh, one of these top like three, four guys were falling. And maybe in this draft they will. Let's see. Um, all right, let's go see. ahead, Ryan. All right, with the first pick in the NFL draft. Cleveland Browns select Sam Darnold, quarterback, USC. So, Ryan, is that a pick based off of who you think they should pick, or is that what you think will happen? That is more so what I think they should pick, and I think what will happen. More so because I think that – I just think a Rosen and – I think the two top quarterbacks in this draft are Rosen and Darnold, and Rosen is a horrible fit with Cleveland. Like you said, he questions coaches. He questions schemes. Like I think mm-hmm. that he doesn't fit with Cleveland. They need to have everyone on board with what's going on at all times. Yeah. And Sam Rosen needs to younger. coach your specs. If you mm-hmm. pick a guy like Baker Merrifield at one, you're going to get fired if he doesn't do well because you're picking a six foot quarterback. Like they're like, what the hell were you thinking? It's like, and they'll be like, oh, he's Johnny Manziel 2.0, which he isn't, by the way. Yeah, but like um, with going to Cleveland, I'm especially going to say that mm-hmm. safe pick, Sam Darnold. I mean, I think he's he's more of a. Like, I don't know, a clean mental slate, not to, not to be mean. I mean, like, and he's also very good at throwing on the run and stuff like that, which is something he might have to do in Cleveland. <laughs> um, I mean, he's definitely going to have to do in Cleveland. Yeah. I Exit mean, Joe Thomas. Yeah, seriously. So I think that's a good pick. I think it makes sense. Um, I was texting you how I saw one guy who I trust. Um, I can't think of the name at the moment, but it's one guy on Twitter. I think it's Albright, and he is very oh, well-respected. He does a he has a lot he doesn't give out bad information. 
and there was a tweet he put out. He just said, it's Darnold. And then, <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He deleted he it. Me, yeah. He deleted it. And then like five minutes later, and he's like, for all of you that saw my tweet that I deleted, good for you, but I have no other comments on it. Yeah, I mean, like, the, the thing is, to be fair, like, the cat's kind of out of the bag. They can't take Rosen. They're not going to take mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield because Rosen. Yeah, I don't think it. it's a Rosen option. To be honest, I think it's Baker. I think it's Baker or uh, Allen is what they're talking about. But I think they there's guys there's things to like about those guys. But you you've taken your chance on quarterbacks too often. Take the safe guy here and let's move on, kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this is a total safe pick, and also it's no disrespect to Sam Darnold to be like, oh, like he's just not the wild horse that Rosen is, or the the misconception of what. Um, it- uh, Baker Mayfield could be. And there's one more thing I want to say. I think if you know, if you know Darnold's your guy and he's your franchise quarterback, it's the one guy you want. I think you take him. But I also like back when me and Ryan re- rebuilt the Browns. I think if you have a few guys, like it's really true, they're thinking between like three guys. I don't think it's a bad idea to go like a guy like Barkley if you really love him, because then you can still get one of your three guys at the fourth pick, like we we're talking about. But if he's your guy, he's your guy. You take a franchise quarterback when you can. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, we saw that the other uh, last draft. Like, I mean, I gave so much criticism for Trubisky to Chicago, and he's doing pretty well. So. I love I love that trade. What, I mean, what's a third-round pick for, for to get your franchise quarterback? Anyway, so the second pick in the NFL draft, the Giants – wait, there is a trade. Yeah, of course there's a trade because oh, I'm a Giants there's fan. There's a trade. I don't want the Giants to take Squam Barkley because I think taking a running back at number two is fucking retarded. And I also don't think they're going to pick a quarterback, which is very disappointing. Um, so anyway it's the weird thing about the Giants is I don't think a trade's that likely and that's what uh, with the Bills which is what they've been talking about but the one way I could see it happening is if they could find a third trade partner in here because the Giants don't want to trade out of the top 10 but they would be willing to trade back so I drew up a little trade scenario that with, with the Giants, Colts, and Bills. So what happens is the Giants get the sixth pick and the Bills 22nd and a 2019 third from the Bills. The Colts get the Bills 12th, the 53rd pick from the Bills, the 56th pick from the Bills, and the 65th pick from the Bills. And the Bills get the second overall pick in the draft. Man, they give up a hell of a lot to move up. But you know what the thing is? They don't give up any yeah, they don't give up a future first round pick. They get to hold on to all future first round picks. They only give up a future third. That's it. They're only giving up all their like their surplus of picks this year. But they go up and they get to get pick their guy. And I've heard a lot about how they like Josh Allen and how like Josh Allen's gonna be their pick and how Rosen uh, all the stuff against them. It's all bullshit. I, mean, I still say it's bullshit. Rosen's not slipping. Rosen's going number two to the to the Bills, mm-hmm. and they're going to be thrilled with them. He's going number two to a New York team. That's that's what I'm – I'm hoping it's my New York team. But, um, I mean, I saw, somebody, I saw somebody say that it's definitely not a 0% chance, so I'm sitting here like, so you're saying there's a chance. There's a chance. <laughs> Um, so yeah, second pick, Josh Rosen to the Buffalo Bills. All right. What a, what a good pick. Um, it is quarterback fucking galore because with the third pick in the NFL draft, Baker Mayfield to the New York Jets. It's just going to happen, man. Broadway Baker. 
probably I love it, and you know why? Because Joe Namath was like, I fucking love this kid. I don't know if that's what he said, but I know that Joe Namath had high praise for him, and that's pretty big, and it means something coming from the best quarterback you've had. Um, I mean, the super winning quarterback, but I think Mayfield, he just fits. I think he fits that Jets mantra. And I think um, his demeanor, his attitude is going to rise uh, his teammates to another level of winning. And he believes too. I think it's a fucking huge thing. And I think he's a perfect fit for that offense, by the way. I love Baker. I think Baker's going to be a great quarterback in the NFL. I do worry about him in New York City. I mean, if you look what this New York media does to Odell Beckham, this guy's a wide receiver. What are they going to do to a very yeah. like, like minded type person? That's a quarterback. I just he's gonna get eaten alive. But you know what? Baker Baker takes it. I think Baker can handle it. Um, he's not gonna like it, but I think he can handle it. Um, he is a fantastic quarterback. He's number two quarterback on my board. He is. He's a winner. He's got hella strong arm. At least intermediate routes. People say he's a great deep passer. I just haven't seen the accuracy. I mean, people the stats say he says that when I watch the tape, it doesn't show. But I do think that. His throw power shows up in intermediate routes, medium routes. I think he can zip a ball into a small space, and I think that's something that translates to the NFL. And his creativity, as a, he's got almost a Tony Romo-esque creativity to, to him in the pocket, and I think that will transfer well. Yeah, I mean, the thing is that he's incredibly talented, and the media thing is a huge concern with a guy with any, any sort of attitude problem, like any sort of off-field problem. That's the first thing you think of when you hit New York. That's the first thing you think of, but maybe he'll thrive in it. I don't know. I think he's the perfect for the Jets. Again, don't go Rosen. I think Rosen needs a good handler. I I don't man. I don't know. They they got Jeremy Bates. Jeremy Bates is a is a very good football mind. I think Jeremy Bates would also be good uh, with uh, with Rosen. I think Pat Shermer would be a better fit. But you know what? I think Jeremy Bates is a pretty close second. I think Rosen can handle New York. I think Rosen could handle New York City. He's handles the media. I think he's, I think he's smart. I think he's smart enough. Yeah. I think he's cool enough under pressure. Mm-hmm. I agree completely. He doesn't do any like real dumb shit though. He's just like, he gets ripped apart by the media for no good reason. And he's used to it. Yeah. No, no, I think that's fine. I think, um, I think that's fine. He's, and like, I think, he's been torn apart. And he, he's all in, in a way he's been exposed to the New York media already because two teams in New York are thinking about taking mm-hmm. him. Yeah. I so. mean, at the end of the day here, we're doing this draft, what we think could happen and Baker has been connected to the Jets for a long time now. I oh, think yeah, wrote. Yeah. I mean, this isn't what we want. Yeah. This isn't how we would draft. It's just yeah. what we think was going to happen. I mean, we do like some of these picks for sure, especially later. But um, mm-hmm. I think I think Rosen's a good option here if he's sitting there. But without him there, it's easy option. Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, man, I, I love the Baker pick. Um, but hey, I think the fourth pick is in. The fourth pick is in, and you know the Browns get get some calls in, but the Browns go, the Browns go no, 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 no. We are taking the best player in this draft, and we are taking running back Saquon Barkley out of Penn State. And they are getting another playmaker for that offense to match with Jarvis Landry, Josh even with, Gordon, even with Carlos Hyde, and and give him. Even good Carl side and run between the tackles better than uh, Saquon Barkley can, and you match, mm-hmm. and you match him with in that offense with and their new David quarterback Njoku. and David Njoku. David Njoku. This is going to be a high-powered offense one day. Super young. Um, Saquon Bar and Saquon Barkley can be the face of this offense. He can take a huge load off of. Uh, off of Darnold and give somebody to hand the ball off to. Mm-hmm. Be honest, Darnold probably won't even play this year. They'll probably let Tyra Taylor play the year, which is good. As they I think should. I think as they should. Good to give 
give uh, Darnold some time to develop. But I don't think anyone's going to be pushing Tyrod out, especially when it's like, you don't have to worry about the passer. We're killing it with our with our run game. Also, too, what I want to say is this. I think it's perfect that the Browns sit Darnold at least a year and give Tyrod Taylor, if they take Saquon Barkley, give Tyrod Taylor a year to work with Barkley because he might uh, Saquon Barkley might see Sam Darnold as a guy. He can push around the hand in the ball, hand in the ball, and he might dictate mm-hmm. the offense around what he wants Barkley to do just because they're both young players. They're both rookies. Tyrod yeah. Taylor would be like, this is what we're doing. I'm the fucking captain. We're going to do this shit. I think Barkley is a perfect pick for, uh, pick for the Browns um, to match with Carlos Hyde. They're going to have kind of a little tandem going on. This is a perfect fit for them. I mean, they're going to have yeah. that high-powered offense. I think the only other guy maybe would be uh, Bradley Chubb. And, I mean, mm-hmm. yes, like it would be a nice to have another pass rusher on the defense. But with I like Agba. I like Nassim. You got, you got Garrett, your pick last year. I don't think there's our need to spend a top-five pick on a pass rusher. You just did it last year. I think you go out and get the best player in this draft, get your running back. So um, next pick, the fifth pick. The Mm. fifth pick in the NFL draft is, speaking of Bradley Chubb, Bradley Chubb to the Broncos. Bradley Um, Chubb to the Broncos. You know what, honestly, and I thought about making a trade for this, but I was like, you know what, no. I think they just signed Case Keenum. I think John Elway wants to solidify that pass rush, especially because Von Miller might be up in the air. You never know. He can get a solidified pass rusher right here, right now, and work with Case Keenum and bring that team up to at least nine and seven. Good, yeah, good man. I mean, I think they're going to consider trading out of this spot, but at the same time, Bradley Chubb's a blue chip player. He's one of those guys. He can't miss. He's the second best prospect in the draft entirely yeah. behind Barkley. And he's, got a, and he's a stud at a weak position. Like I, like the offensive line is not a strong. Well, at least edge rusher is not a strong nope, uh, position in this class, and he's a stud. Um, I honestly don't think he's really like as great as some people. He's not. He's great. He's not Von Miller though. He's not like Garrett. He, like he's he's not. But you have to think that like the Broncos like they have a huge. They always build around defense. And this a, is like kind of a canvas defensive prospect. He's like a Joey Bosa prospect to me, which is very good. Very good. Very good. Very good. But, better than bigger than better than Ziggy. Mm-hmm. I mean, but I think I think a guy like Saquon Barkley is like he's. He's like a generational type type pick. I think Bradley Chubb, I mean, like, but we showed, like, how much the Joey Bosa helped that Chargers defense last year. Mm-hmm. And I think he goes into Denver, watch fucking out. I mean, they need to build that team back up. I think it's a good pick. I do think they weigh some trade options here, but with a guy like Bradley Chubb, it's hard to say no. I think they do, too. Um, but I think when they have that position – where they can just make that pass rush undeniably amazing. I mean, it already is good, mm-hmm. but let's make it a little better. So let's stack it up. Now the sixth pick in the NFL draft. So the sixth pick, the Giants trade down, and they're sitting here on the sixth pick. There's a couple players that are sitting here on the Giants' mind. They're sitting here, man. Bet the top player on our board here is Quentin Nelson. This guy, he yeah. may speaking the best player in the draft. Like all things get pushed aside because he's just an offensive guard. Quentin Nelson may be the best player in this in this draft. Quentin Nelson very well be could be the best guard in the league as a rookie. He could have Zach Martin effect by by no question. If it wasn't for Barkley, is that the Notre Dame connection or all right? Um, if it wasn't for yeah, Barkley, he would be the best that. offensive player. He would have been the best offensive player in the draft. Hands up. Hey, uh, hot take here. I think that I think that Quentin Nelson would help the Giants run game more mm-hmm. than Saquon Barkley would. 
Yeah, I, I think so too. It's like, I, and also too, the Giants have a, have a very good back in Paul Perkins. He, yeah. I like Paul Perkins. I, like, I didn't like him. At I, like, I like Wayne Gallman more, to be honest. But shut up. <laughs> All right, no, it's okay. That's but, your team. You, you know better. But anyway, um, but yeah, that's the that's really the pick sitting there. But you're also at the back of your mind are sitting here. The couple more options you're sitting. Josh Allen. Do I want? Do I want to take a shot on a quarterback here? Get my quarterback of the future, big time arm. It's definitely an option that I think the Giants. Honestly, probably should do, even though, like, uh, I couldn't blame him for taking Nelson there. They probably should do it, but I don't think the Giants would have the balls to pull the trigger on them there over a, or a, over a guy who's a gold jacket type player that Gettleman wants. They also think about trading down, but they didn't trade down to six so, so they could trade out. They wanted to get inside the top 10, so they're taking their top 10 pick. They take Quentin Nelson here. They, they, Help solidify that offensive line, and you got Solder and Quentin Nelson on one side, and that'd be sick. Um, I think, like I said, I think your run game is honestly better, at least this year, with Quentin Nelson than with Barkley. With the Giants, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like the Browns, Uh, it would make a fucking difference. But um, yeah, but I, yeah, I mean, the Browns have two good guards, but they have no tackles. Um, Well, they got, I guess they do. They have no left tackle. Um, But anyway, so. That's that's the pick. I think it's a great pick. I mean, I think he's a he's the gold jacket type player. I think it's a guy that the Giants are considering it too. To be completely honest, I don't think they'll pull the trigger on him, but I think it is a guy that's on their board at two. Um, so I think on they the board at two if they trade back. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think to take him I think that I think they've considered it at two plenty. I don't think they'll do it, but I think they've thought about it plenty. They shouldn't. Um, to be completely honest, quick like quick uh, counter argument to that. I don't. I just. I don't disagree. I would I, if I'm not gonna go uh, quarterback. I think I'd go a, a Barkley if I had to pick somebody. Yeah. But at the same time, the average pay for a running back is way lower than guard, so you're getting way more of an advantage in salary cap by getting an All Pro guard than getting an All Pro running back. You have to pay like nothing. Yeah, sure. All sure. right. Anyway, um, so we're gonna bring it down to the seventh pick. Seventh pick in the NFL draft, and I know there's a lot of surprises. And I contemplated this for actually a long time. I thought the Buccaneers would trade out. Because they were, they're a pretty good team, and all around you look at them and you say, "Wow, they don't really need that much help. They can easily share this position." Mm-hmm. I False. thought you should trade out here, but well, fuck you, mm-hmm. um, because they're going to take Minka Fitzpatrick. I think it's a great pick for them. Look what the Jets and the Colts did. Like they were great picks for them. I love this pick. He's the best safety in the draft. He's a fucking animal. They need a safety. Go get your safety. I mean, take he's a ball talent. hawk, man. Take the talent. He's a center fielder, bro. I mean, I think he can really control that defense. And the only thing they really need on the defensive line this – I'm sorry, on defense this year, they do need a cornerback. That's for longevity purposes. That's not because they're bad on cornerback. They need it for longevity. I think you can get that safety, solidify that area, that center fielder. I think that's perfect for them. I think it's a great fit. My, um, they'll be able to a cornerback in round two. My argument here, though, is maybe you trade the Cardinals something. Maybe Derwin James is there at 15. I don't think that drop off is huge from Derwin James to make a fifth Patrick. The fifth Patrick's better, but I think people would make the argument either way. I, I don't know, but there's teams out there. I mean, there's teams out there that could use. There are good teams out there that could use a safety. I mean, we can think mm-hmm. of them right now. I don't want to ruin anything for the, the draft, but they're, they're, you know, there are good teams yeah. out there that could use safeties, and I think that you don't want to risk it. I think the drop off is a, is decent enough for Minka Fitzpatrick. I think Minka Fitzpatrick is a top ten pick. He's I mean, I, I, I like Minka a lot. I can't blame I can't blame it here. I think I I personally would would look at those picks and not be able to say no. But I mean, he's a he's a blue chip player as well. I think it's another Bradley Chubb situation for myself. So, uh, 
with this next pick, Ryan and I kind of worked on a trade together because we've been trying to trade dun, e- evens dun, with dun, evens dun. and odds with evens or odds and odds and evens even. So we only trade with our own pick. But we like, think that, yeah, I think we did that because we want to make sure that we can both like if we were both general managers, we both agreed to this pick. Yeah, but it wasn't like I was like, oh, they trade a seventh round pick to move up seven spots. Like, no. Yeah, but this one we had to agree on a little bit. Um, yeah. I, I I sat here. I'm like Ryan. Like I have a trade for one of your odds. Mm-hmm. So let's let's think about it. So we came up to a trade, uh, and the Bears, the Bears. Tr- trade out of this pick without Quentin Nelson on the board. I think they're hoping Quentin Nelson slips. He doesn't. So without that, they mm-hmm. trade out. They trade back with the Cardinals. Arizona Cardinals, who come up and get their boy. They get Josh Allen. At number eight overall, it's a big guy they can develop. Um, the trade that Ryan wrote up for me, Cardinals give give a 2018 first, 2018 third, 2019 first, and a 2019 third, and the Bears give up uh, a 2018 first. So they switch then 2018 third. So they switch picks and the 2019 fourth. So basically, you uh, you move up one round. It next year and you get an extra first round pick and then you have to you have to switch picks this year it's it's not a lot but i mean that that pick started switching you got an extra first and that pick started falling so i think i think it's overall pretty reasonable trade i think it's idealistic i don't think that it was like like yeah maybe it's maybe in real life that would, they would give more or give less i thought it was a very middle of the road trade that we could you know project on a mock draft mm-hmm. was what i thought with the trade and i think it's pretty good i would take that trade but yeah. um, I think it's reasonable for both sides. So, mm-hmm. um, My so, problem with Josh Allen, I don't like Josh Allen. Yeah, I think he has Brett Favre type potential, but he has yeah. like a Jake Locker, Josh Freeman type floor. I know, but the thing is, like, we look at him and it's like, okay, what is he? He's a big guy that can throw. Calvin Johnson was a big guy who could throw the ball far. It's just, I mean, Calvin Johnson, it didn't have the strongest arm possibly in NFL history. Uh, well, yeah, because Matthew Stafford does. Uh, I don't um, and he throws like 10 miles per hour faster than Matthew Stafford. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Matthew Stafford's better, and he has a hotter wife, and <laughs> Matthew Stafford is 10 times hotter than Josh Allen. Anyway, that's okay. Um, I, I don't like him or anything. But uh, I mean, he texted me like, hey, I like you. <laughs> you only think he's attractive because he looks like you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I think so too. <laughs> I'm narcissistic. Um, I mean, Josh Allen though, he's a great project to have. Like, I don't know. You said the Brett Favre potential. That's great. And the Josh, the Josh Freeman floor. I'm just trying to find a silver lining. This, it's not horrible because like, if you need to make him a backup kind of starter, you can until you draft another quarterback. He's yeah. a good project to have. But I don't I mean, know. Behind Sam Bradford, who's he's still trying to prove his worth. I mean, the horrible. The thing is, yeah, I mean, Josh Allen just, I mean, once the last quarterback to throw, like, never throw over 60%, not even close in college, and then be successful in the NFL. What was it, 56? It's like 56, 55 almost every year. I mean, Brett Favre oh. threw, like, 52 in college. I mean, like, he's the only other guy I can really think of, but. Also from a, also from a low caliber school. Yeah, and Brett Favre also had an unreal arm. So, I mean, I don't think the comparison and he had turnover problems i don't think the comparison's yeah, like yeah. completely out there they're both athletic I, I think it's a pretty fair ceiling but at the same time he needs to get it right between the years he needs he needs to be able to like 
Um, as Jan Oblowski was talking about with him, he said, with all this stuff he does wrong, it's not like you can fix it, but, you know, old habits, old habits die hard. That's true. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm not crazy about the pick, but like, and also too, again, if you've scouted right, you're looking for a franchise quarterback, he's worth it, man. Mm-hmm. He's worth that pick. And I mean, this time they trade up, get their guy, so they don't get jumped like last year with Patrick Mahomes and Sean Watson. No, I agree. I 100% agree. Um, but yeah, if you, this is the this is the quarterback class to eat up the top five early as you can. So this is a fine trade with me. I think it worked perfectly. So, so we have Josh Allen to the Cardinals yep. now. Yep. The next pick is for the 49ers. Ninth pick. The ninth pick in the NFL draft. The 49ers select Denzel Ward, cornerback, Ohio State University. Um, what is the shittiest school in the world? Um, I think this will be perfect. I think this is a perfect pick for the um, 49ers um, to have him tandem with Richard Sherman. And to have mm-hmm. an already good team, too. You didn't need a quarterback. You didn't need a running back. You didn't need a wide receiver. You didn't need a linebacker. You can go get the skill position and have a tandem, and you're going to have an unreal secondary. Yeah, I mean, he fills a hole immediately for them. I think it's a good pick. Um, I think there's a lot of good guys on the board here, and I think that uh, there's a lot of people I would consider for this pick, but I don't think Denzel Ward's a bad pick. I think it's a pretty good pick. I think uh, I think he's a he's a Another really great player. I don't necessarily call him a blue chip player. He's kind of small, but he's great. He's a great player. And I think he's great in tandem. Yeah. I wouldn't take him if, if they didn't have Richard Sherman. I wouldn't. I would have taken McGlinchey. I mean, and he's the kind of guy that you can put on the faster receivers because Richard Sherman doesn't have that kind of speed. No, he doesn't. But like, I mean, I was gonna say, like, if it wasn't for Richard Sherman, I would have just given them McGlinchey because that would have made sense. Mm-hmm. McGlinchey's very talented. But, yeah. but uh, so yeah, let's, let's move on. Denzel Ward, so, yeah, he's going to the corners. I like it. I really do. So with the tenth pick, the Oakland Raiders select Mike Leglinchy. Mike, hey, we know that guy. So we yes, don't know him, no. <laughs> so I think there's honestly better picks here, but I mean, this is about what I think is going to happen for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. I honestly think this is early for McGlinchey, but. Gruden, I think, is going to do something weird, man. I think it's going to be like a Calvin Ridley or like a McGlinchey. It's going to be something oh, that Calvin Ridley at ten. Yeah. It's gonna, it's gonna be a reach for these like for these gritty guys that like he can bring into this team. And like, I would like like a Roquan Smith here. I think Roquan Smith would be a great fit for him. I think uh, yeah, a guy, fucking talented man, a guy who almost went to UCLA. Fun facts. Um, I think that. Uh, I really think that he would be the perfect pick pick here. Yeah. But, I mean, McGlinchey isn't a bad pick. Donald Penn's like 37 years old, I think. So, um, He's you old get, as shit, yeah. Yeah, you got you to you help protect Derek Carr, who's had some back problems. I don't think it's a bad pick here. I think I don't think uh, McGlinchey's really that great. I don't think he's like a top 10 player. But, you know, you get you get your offensive tackle here. and it's I a pretty safe pick for a talented team. You know, for, and for, for a John Gruden reach, I don't hate it. Yeah, but John Gruden's like borderline insane. Yeah. So. So um, let's move on to the eleventh pick, Miami Dolphins. With the eleventh pick in the NFL draft, the Miami Dolphins select Vita Vea as a tackle out of Washington. Ooh. I know. Ooh. I know. 
I just think they're gonna do it because they're they're gonna try to immediately fill a need where the just... suit left. I wouldn't have picked him. I would have picked Tremaine Edwards. It was his pick. But it's just I think, it's it's just such an know, obvious pick. I know. Shut up. Like I know that <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, I just think that that's what they're gonna pick. It's like, we it's this, like we've made this disclaimer already. It's like oh, they lost their best player. Let's draft a player who also plays that position. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like, it's like it's, it's like when the the Lions lost Namakunsu the last time. Everybody was like, "They're going to get an offensive tackle in the first round." I know. Trust me, I know that. I was hammering all over the draft board. Like, we can't do with this. That's like mm-hmm. a little draft nerd. But like, mm-hmm. no, I'm just saying it makes sense for the Dolphins to take him. No, I don't does. love him. I would have taken Tremaine Edwards, but I think they're going to take Vita. Vita. I think a linebacker is a better fit here, but I also do <laughs> think it's. I do think Vita Vea is a fair pick. I do think that might be what they can do. It's no disrespect to Vita Vea, but it is mm-hmm. a very obvious pick. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, let's move on to the next pick. Let's. All right. So, with the twelfth pick, that was given to them by. The Buffalo Bills, the Indianapolis Colts get an absolute steal because you're a dumb asshole, and they get Tremaine Edmonds. Tremaine Edmonds. Edwards. Edmonds. <laughs> is a complete freak athlete, dude. You know how old Tremaine Edmonds is? Um, I think he's 12. 12? Mm-hmm. I am 12. <laughs> no, I am 12. He's 19 years old. Tremaine Edmonds is entering the NFL draft at 19 years old. Dude, I saw it and I had to look up, relook up his birth date because, like, I'm like, there's no way this dude is 19. 19 years old. What the fuck out of here? They're a freshman the same age as him. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's crazy. I honestly couldn't believe it. I mean, he is 6'5, 253. This guy is just an absolute beast of an athlete. Um, People are comparing him to like like a more athletic like Brian Urlacher. Like a more athletic Brian Urlacher. Yeah. <laughs> he is going to be, be filthy. A stud. I love it. I think the Colts could use a little bit of a pass rush and a middle linebacker. So I think he gives them the athletic ability where he could blit you could put him on a blitz and he could get a pass rush for you. Mm-hmm. And he also is just like a guy who could be the center of your defense, and I love it. I love that pick for the Colts. I think with them sure. trading back, still getting Tremaine Edmonds, I think they would have considered him with their with their uh, with their first pick, with Absolutely. their six. No, I 100 agree. Um, <clears throat> so hold on, with the next pick in the NFL draft is the Redskins at number thirteen, and they will take Josh Jackson out of Iowa. Pretty, yeah, pretty easy pick here. Uh, both with that secondary, especially now that you have Orlando Sandrick, pair them together. Again, we were saying with Richard Sherman, like kind of a tandem, kind of a tandem thing going on. Mm-hmm. That's all you got. It's, just, I mean, it's an easy pick right there. He's a great, he's a, he's a great ball hawk type guy. Um, I mean, they need defensive backup. I really don't think it was the best player available. I still think there's some like real top talent. I don't think he's at the tier of some of these guys, but you know, he fits a positional need. So you know, it is what it is. Yeah, and also to the Redskins, I mean, I think they're not – they're in a position to just kind of take uh, – they didn't need to trade down. They didn't need to make a blowout pick. I think Josh Jackson's very good, very talented. You can take him here with no consequences. Well, the Packers, I'm sitting here pretty happy. Boo. Fuck the so Packers. So I'm sitting here, 
And I see Derwin James on the board. So the Green Bay Packers take Derwin James. I mean, they just lost Morgan Burnett to the Steelers this offseason. I think uh, I think that was that is a great grab for them. I think he can fill that strong safety role next to Haha Clinton Dix. And um stupid <laughs> dumb. But I think uh he is a freak athlete, man. He's the kind of guy who can play coverage for you and get some interceptions. He's a guy who can who can play down in the box, a hard hitter, man. I mean, he's the kind of guy that's talking about being a top five pick for this year just based off his athleticism. I mean, he is just a complete freak in nature. Yeah, well, fuck the Packers. That's a great pick. Yeah, and they but, need help in that defense. So They do, yeah, they absolutely so, you know, do. Rodgers can outscore people. Well, he's gonna. it's going to stop eventually. Mm-hmm. After the Lions sweep the Packers again. That's fine. That's whatever. That's another yeah. story. Um, so, okay. Uh, the next pick we have is to the Chicago Bears with the Arizona Cardinals pick. Um, I don't know if anyone listening could have gathered the steal here. Roquan Smith, am I fucking right? Again, dude. Again, the two teams we had trade down got players that they easily easily could have considered with with their actual picks. Meaning today, tonight, when you're listening to this, they may at least could easily be the Bix. It would not surprise me even a little bit if the Colts come out and take Edmonds and the Bears come out and take Rokon Smith. Would be zero surprise to me. I yeah, the, nor, the, nor should it to get to pick up both of them picked up. I mean the Colts picked up like basically three second round picks out of moving down again, mm-hmm. and the Bears and the Bears picked up a first round pick and like a third. That's insane. It's bananas, and it, like th- that's such a good value pick too. Can't no not, not too much analysis here. It's a great value pick for a bad team. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I wasn't a huge fan of they the got jo- a free first. So I wasn't like a ha- huge fan of the Josh the Josh Jackson picks. Maybe not there, but whoever whoever has that because I don't really know. Like I I think after this pick. I think there's kind of a drop off, and I think so. The first four, unless somebody does something weird, which they easily could, the first 14 picks, whoever gets the 14th pick slash 15th pick, they're gonna get a steal because there's just a drop off, and there's just a lot of talent there. They're gonna get a steal regardless of the trades that happen. That will happen. Granted, it could be 13 too because McGlinchey could fall out of that too. So he yeah, wasn't surprised. So, um, but yeah, uh, there, there's a guy who's gonna who's gonna fall somewhere out of these, and Rokon Smith could end up being that guy. I hope he is. Well, no, I hope he doesn't. He's a bear side. Yeah, I but, love um, Rokon Smith. No, I do too. I think he's a fucking animal. He deserves everything. He and wants. he played like a straight up middle linebacker for Georgia. Mm-hmm. Like he, he didn't play like some like linebacker. Off. He played straight up middle of the field for them. He didn't. Yeah, he, he wasn't like this hybrid linebacker piece of shit guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but hey, anyway. All right. The show so, with the next pick, the Baltimore Ravens select from Baltimore Marcus Davenport. Very good pick. Very Ozzy Osmore yeah. type pick. Ozzy Osmore. <laughs> <laughs> That's Ozzy Smith. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Who's Ozzy Smith? Ozzy Smith from Chicago White Sox. Um. um Anyway, it's a very, a very uh, Aussie pick. Yeah. He, he, um, he always somehow finds these guys who find a way to slip 
these just like raw talent defense, like pass rushers. They always get them. It's the Steelers, the Giants, and like the Ravens have always been those teams who just find these like raw talent players just slip to the middle of the draft and they just get a stud. Um, stud defensive players. I think he's going to the next one for him. I think that too. I mean, like, he and he can be molded into such a fucking animal. I think Davenport's a great fit for him with Ravens. I think the Ravens a great grab with Davenport. I just think it's a good spot all around for both of them. And I think the pick just makes so much sense. This is one pick that I kind of happened. My like, yeah, this could happen. This pick could easily happen. Yeah, no, I think I think it will happen. To be fair, mm-hmm. to be fair, fair. Um, uh, the next pick, nobody fucking say anything. When I made this, reports were in that he was fine and his heart was cleared. The Chargers take Maurice Hurst. They take Maurice Hurst. That's it. They need a defensive tackle. He's the best one there. The guy's a top 10 talent. I'm so sorry. I didn't know the fucking heart thing happened. Um, Bro, I told you about the heart thing. After. Guys. You told me after. You could have taken it back. I go, he goes, Oh, we weren't going to take it Maurice back. There's no, take backs. There's no take backs in this. He goes, Maurice Hurst. I go, despite the heart problem. Absolutely, says Ryan. No, because like I've heard it, but like when I was I was listening to the uh, Detroit sports radio because I'm a loser, and I listened to it, and they were talking about Maurice Harris, and it was very not too long ago. We we're like, oh yeah, well, luckily he's cleared and everything, and I was like, oh cool, he's cleared, that's great. Um, yeah, teams don't take the heart shit lightly. I don't know. Starlu Tawili had a heart problem. That's fair. What? That's fair. That's so, fair. That's a fair counter argument. Yeah, that's the only one. <laughs> because <laughs> but I, but I love Maurice. I think he's so fucking good. I think he deserves to be on an NFL team in the Chargers. It makes so much sense with him and Joey Bosa. Mm. Leave me alone. Hey, maybe it will happen. All it takes is one team to say, nope, he's fine with me. He passed my tests. All it takes is one team. Thank you. Thank you, guys. <laughs> um, I think he's a good player. Anyway. Yeah. The Seattle Seahawks draft Harold Landry. Fuck you. Harold Landry is Fuck. such an underrated pass rusher in this draft. He's so good. I think Harold so Landry is going to be a stud. He would be a freak to bring in there to help like rebuild the Seattle defense. Desperately I'm, su- needs I'm surprised he fell this late. I mean, it doesn't man. surprise me really. I think this is right around where he's going to fall. And I think – um. A team's going to get a steal out of him. I think he's going to be a very, very good player for a team. Um, I love, I love this, I love this fit for him. I love this pick. I think Harold Landry is going to be a very good player. I think he's so good. I love the pick with the Seahawks. He can play outside linebacker and defensive end. Mm-hmm. He's going to really rejuvenate that defense. Pete Carroll's going to love working with him. He, he he'll be a, a a new, better version of like Bruce Irvin. Mm, that's a good comparison. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot, actually. I think it's a very good comparison. And I think it makes sense, too. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, there's there's no way around it. I think that Harold Landry deserves the merit. Especially, too, it's odd like when people keep knocking the small school thing, and then they're like, oh, but Hernandez and Davenport are easy top 20 picks. Yeah. And it's like they're from UTSA, which mm-hmm. is fucking nothing. Um, but I think it's a great pick. I think that he'll work well in that Seattle system. But pretty much, man. I mean, I think that's a great pick. 
I kind of want to kill you for it, but it's fine. Because <laughs> you got your Lions up soon. Yeah, All right. Because I love, I so, love the Lions. The Dallas um, Cowboys with the 19th pick. With the 19th pick in the NFL draft, the Dallas Cowboys select Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley is a no-brainer wide receiver pick after dropping Des Bryant. Um, I was thinking about a lot of options here, but the pass rushers are off the board, especially with Harry Lennon just leaving. So now go ahead and give Dak a, uh, a target. And then also I think he'd work really well with Dak's offense. Uh, yeah, so we're just going to pick another team and take their most recent star leaving and then just let's give it somebody at that position. Okay, but it makes sense. <laughs> no, that's the one I do like. This one I really do. I just like Calvin Ridley because I think he's a good fit for Dak Prescott. I think that's, really for Dak Prescott. He, he needs a guy who just can like run really good routes, not necessarily a deep threat, and I think that's what Calvin Ridley is, and I think he's a guy who can catch a slant and he could take it for him. I think um, – I'm not a huge Kylan Ridley guy, but I think for like a West Coast offense, and I'm for the Cowboys. Cowboys, I, I Cowboys don't necessarily run a West Coast offense, but but Dak Prescott's a West Coast type quarterback, and mm-hmm. I think that uh, Calvin Ridley would fit him very well. I think so too. I, I think so too, and I think that's why I picked him there. I think that would make that, and especially too, they have a very good running back. They could have a very very good three headed monster going on there. Yeah, um, we're gonna go to the twenty-first pick now, though, because the Lions didn't pick. Anymore. Yeah, we're skipping the Lions pick. We're gonna skip it. All right. Um, so with the twentieth pick in the NFL draft, the Detroit Lions select Darius Geis out of LSU. Tell me what you think, Ryan. I don't like it. You don't like it. Why don't you like it? I don't. It's not a Darius Geis thing. It's the fact that like the Lions need to bolster almost everything else. Mm-hmm. It's like we can't. I, they don't need a cornerback, granted, but they could easily take a linebacker. They could either take Rashad Evans. They could easily take Deron Payne or Tavon Bryant. Um, <clears throat> they could take. I mean, if you want to, they could take Miller. You could take Connor Williams. There are other things to upgrade. We just signed Garrett, and this running back class is deep. Yeah, but we Le- don't need to waste Garrett, the first round. But Legarrette Blunt isn't an uh, answer. He's just somebody. No, no, no. He's not. He's not the answer. But we have a holdover for a year, and this running back class is deep, so we can mold somebody behind him. Well, I don't think we need to like take a running back in the first round. It's not a Darius Guy's problem. I love Darius Guy's. I don't think the Lions need to take a running back right now. You need a lineman. You need linebackers, and you need D line. There are good positions here. Don't take a running back. There are this, this draft is very good at running back. Well, you know what, Ryan? The Giants are going to end up fucking taking Saquon Barkley, so you're fucking getting a running back too. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have to be subject to your shittiness? No. At, at, <laughs> least, at least you have a fucking quarterback. <laughs> I do. We have a great quarterback. But There's No, but on. I seriously do think it's a good yeah. pick. I think uh, Geis is a guy who can run – he can run outside the tackles. He can run between the tackles. I think he's a guy who has potential to be just as good of like a rusher as Saquon Barkley. I think Saquon Barkley has other traits that make him a stud. He can just catch the ball better. But I think he could be just as good in the ground as Saquon Barkley can. And, yeah, no, um, I think so too. I mean, remember, like people were talking about Darius Geis uh, for Leonard Fournette. They're like, "You think Leonard Fournette's good? Look yeah. at his backup." And it's like, "Well, now he's very good. I love Darius Geis. I think he's, he's a, a very good player. player. I think your all your run game has been atrocious. It's oh, been it's, it's been a reason that you horrible. that you've struggled. I think it's like literally been a reason you haven't been a good playoff team slash a playoff team before. And oh, I think it makes. I think that fixing your run game is a is a good step into making this team better. And this is another thing I said to you: when you get new head coaches, a lot of the time they will go out and try to bolster the other side of the ball that's not their strength. 
Yeah, no, that, ma- that makes sense too. Like, and honestly, tomorrow, today, if the Lions take Darius guys, I don't hate it as much. I've grown to liking it because I understand that Darius guys is a beast at running back. He's very good. He's a very good player for you guys. He'd be he would fix that atrocious running problem. I know. He would, make, the load off it, it would make your offense so much more well-rounded. And just take the take the load off Matthew Stafford. He needs that load on me. There's so much weight on Matthew Stafford to perform. Yep. Well, Imagine I think Darius guys and Theo Riddick together. That'd be great. I think here the pick just makes a lot of sense. I think a lot of the guys that they would have uh, taken, like Harold Landry, got are off the board. Yeah. So I think I think you go out and take Darius guys here. But um, anyway, it's twenty first pick. Pick uh, uh, the Cincinnati Bengals are up. So Cincinnati Bengals took a big reach here, and they took Isaiah Wynn. Why did they take Isaiah Wynn, Ryan? I'll tell you, Muffin. Um, so, like, Isaiah Wynn, I just saw his most versatile offensive lineman, interior offensive lineman in this draft. And that's kind of what they need. They need help at center. They need help at guard. I didn't want to give them Billy Price. I thought that was too way too early for Billy Price. I didn't want to give them from, uh, the guy from Iowa just because I think Isaiah Wynn is a played in the SEC, a lot more of a hard-nosed guy. You can put him at center, guard. That's great for your rookie tackle. year. You don't tackle. You can't if you want to. Um, you don't I have to slow on college. Yeah, so like, you don't have to you don't have to ground him or solidify him to one position, and I think that's big as a rookie for their development. You can mm-hmm. say, "Hey, you're you're in the right guard today," or "Hey, you're in the left guard." Hey, you're tackle. Hey. You to be fair, sure. I don't think that's great for development because you it's good to develop at one position. But with that said, it's a good way to no, get. But, but it's so much exposure though. So I would it's argue good, that like, there's a lot of exposure. Again, the field. I don't know. I would argue that like there's a, he gets a lot more exposure. Maybe maybe not so much um, if he gets to tackle to guard and center. But I think guard and center. I think we've seen um, the lines there with Travis Swanson and Graham Glasgow. They had him play both uh, center and guard. I, it helped him progress pretty well. I think it's a reach. I think I would have preferred like a guy like Hernandez here. Mm-hmm. But I do think uh, I do think Isaiah Wynn's versatility is a reason that he might go ahead of him. So yeah. I think it's a reach. But the Bengals do need offensive line help. So I mean, like they, they went out and got a guy they liked. And like, let's be honest. I mean, full disclaimer: the reason that I gave him this is because of his versatility. Mm-hmm. It was like, hey, who do you want to play guard? I'll take Hernandez. But I want the versatility for injuries. Um, as a rookie, you can throw him in whenever you want. Can't miss. So the next pick, is 22nd, is New York Giants, the pick they picked up from trading down. Do you like the Giants? I forgot. Oh, yeah. I th- I'm, I'm, I'm a fan. I like, you like them all other teams. I thought so. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were kind of hot and cold upon but the Giants, I honestly was like, I forgot about this pick when we were, when we were doing this mock draft. I was like, oh, shit, I'm up on the board again. Who am I going to I'm looking at Connor Williams. I'm like, oh, wow, like, I like him a lot. I really do think Connor Williams could be a could be a uh, franchise left tackle one day. That's a guy I seriously consider taking. I, I've considered taking a guy like Van Der Esch, who I think will also be a good player. Um, but I was looking at this board. And what's this crap? What fuck you doing? It's me. It's me. Cut it out. With the headphones. <laughs> anyway, let me repeat. So the 22nd pick, the New York Giants select a hell of a steal. Fucking great pick for trade now. They get they take Lamar Jackson here at 22. I agree. I think it's a good pick. I've grown to like Lamar Jackson a lot more. Um, and you need to get a quarterback in the first round if you had two picks or one pick. So 
if you can get one of the top five guys, go out and get him. And I think Lamar Jackson, uh, mentor him under Eli, mm-hmm. sign Eli for at least two more years, mentor him. And he's a freak, dude. That guy is an athletic freak. Make, maybe have him game some way, go to Waffle House a little bit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, with this trade down, man, I didn't expect to get Lamar Jackson. I don't mm-hmm. think like that was the point of this trade down. I honestly think a team like – I think he'll go before 15, um, 15 earlier. Okay. I think I think either the Arizona Cardinals will get him or or he'll go before then. That's my thought. But I mean, if he falls here, um, even before this, I'd see the the I'd see uh, the Patriots possibly jumping up in front of the Ravens, anticipating the Ravens possibly getting him. Especially with that uh, two first picks now. Mm-hmm. But so a lot of teams could have gone, but somehow he slipped here. New York Giants got a a gold jacket type player in Quentin Nelson, a guy that there can be that they would have considered taking at number two. And then on top of that, basically got a free, great quarterback prospect. I mean, I think I think Lamar Jackson, you know, I'm not a huge fan of him. I, I think he could easily get hurt in the NFL. I'm not a big fan of the running style in the NFL. I like a pocket passer. That's why I'm a big fan of Josh Rosen. But you know what? He has so many tools that can just, like, take over a game. I mean, if you build a good team around him, he can take over when you need it. I want to take a shot, man. I'm going to take a shot here. I, I mean, I have a 37-year-old Eli and Davis Webb. I'm going to take a shot on Lamar Jackson here, and I'm happy about it. I have to. I think it's a very good pick. It's a safe pick, um, especially that you've already gotten. As you said, you already had an O-line um, who is easily the best player in the draft, just off merit. Um, so I think this is a good pick. Uh, we'll have a mentor under Eli, and hey, what, you don't like him? There's always another draft, but I think he is a very good talent, and he's shown that within his uh, uh, his combine skills and his throwing skills. But he just needs to hone what he has, which I guess it's kind of like the story for every quarterback in the draft. But he just needs to hone what he has, and I think yeah. he can do it with the Browns. I mean, I don't love his throwing motion. Um, I'm not throwing. I think he's throwing. I don't like his footwork. I don't really love his footwork. I, no, I, I... no, he's got the choppy feet. So I think his really feet like are too close together when he throws. Yeah. Well, um, he like he like rattles it a lot. It's weird. He um, I just don't think he's like ready to be like. He does so much his legs that makes him a good player, but he needs to learn how to do it with his arms too. He's just so small. He is. He's a good passer. I'm not really taking a shot, but he's not a first round quarterback based off his arm. Um. So I like it though. I really do. I think it's right here. It's just it's a it's there's no loss for the. Giant, for the Giants making that pick, in my opinion. Even if he sucks, it's like this guy was a top-rated quarterback. You, yeah. you would have been stupid to not take him. Yeah, man. And you got – and you got like, oh, he sucks. But you know what? We got also got the next Chris Knee in this draft by trading down. So, like, what do we lose? Mm-hmm. No, I agree. Um, so, now we have the total opposite of the Giants with the New York, the New England Patriots, and they got this pick from the Rams. Um, so – with that being said, the New England Patriots in this at the twenty third overall take Deron Payne. Bum bum bum. Give Hate me it. Hate it. Tell me why. It makes no fucking sense, bro. How does it make any it does sense? It, it does it? That no, it, it makes it makes zero sense. Are no. you sure? Are you sure it doesn't make sense? Explain why? to me how it makes sense. No, you're the one who objected it. Okay, so. New England Patriots just tried, spent draft capital mm-hmm. trading for Danny Shelton, another defensive tackle. 
who's an unrestricted free agent at in twenty twenty. Okay. That's you know, two years from now. It's two years from now, but also they they like to use that as draft. Uh, they they can also get draft back for that. Why don't they take really a defensive out. tackle two years from now when they need it? They don't know. Deron, I think Deron Payne's a very good prospect. Nope. Stop hating on Deron Payne. I think Deron Payne is the best defensive tackle outside of Maurice Hurst. Okay. You know, like, you can say that about fucking anybody. No, I can't. You can I can't say, say that, like, Devon Bryant. Could, you could take a weak class and then say, you know, outside of this guy, he's the, he's the best player. Right, but I think it really adds to their depth, too. I mean, like, if one guy goes down, they have a very suitable backup. They have if, a very suitable If you take all guys player, out of the world who are above six lost, feet tall and the tallest guy in the world. Lost, <laughs> no, that's not, that's not applicable. They just <laughs> lost Mathis Richa, so they're going to want to build both that defensive line. And you know Robert Kraft, he always wants to build from either the offensive line or the defensive line. You know that. Yeah, but they have Mac Brown and Danny Shelton. Why the, that's just why, two. That's just two guys. I, in a fucking 4-2 scheme. Yeah, but like, why not like just build your depth? Why are you get, spending like, a first round pick to build your depth? Because there's nobody else in the in the back end of this draft. Vanton Leish, lay, 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 what the fuck? Vanton Lay or whatever the fuck his name is. Why don't you pick Ooh, him there? Suck. They need they need a middle linebacker. Why aren't you taking a middle linebacker here? We'll why see. You, we'll why see. Why aren't you taking Hernandez and helping out the offensive line? Why are you taking Connor Williams when they just lost a, le- a left tackle? Just lost a lot of tackle? You will see. Well, I don't want Connor Williams, so to be fair. <laughs> I don't like Connor Williams. Fuck you. Connor Williams is good. Monty's the only guy in the world that likes Connor Williams. Connor Williams is going to be a franchise left tackle one day. Mark my words. All right. Well, Monty, we will address their picks coming back. But now Boo, worst pick in the draft. Boo. I disagree. Um, the 24th pick in the NFL draft. You just forgot that they traded for Jane Shelton. I guarantee it, but now you're denying it. Oh, I probably did, but like. At the time, I think I think it still makes sense though. So, all right. Anyway, the Carolina Panthers select Courtney Sutton. Sutton. Yeah, they need a wide receiver. Makes sense. I mean, it just makes sense, man. I mean, they need a wide receiver really bad. He's a big time target for uh, for for Cam Newton. I think there's other guys here like DJ Moore you could consider. But I think Sutton is – I think he's got the biggest potential to be a star. I think uh, – He's just like Calvin Johnson potential. He's, he's got Calvin – I don't know if that's necessarily Calvin Johnson potential, but I know what you're saying. He has that – he has that type of uh, body athleticism. Like, not to Calvin Johnson extent, but he's not a small guy. Like, He's a big, tall guy who can fucking athletic and play. He could, he could end up being a very good player. Um, a super Kenny Galladay. Yeah, I mean, he's my, he's my favorite wide receiver in this draft. So I think getting him here fills a huge need, and I, uh, I think it's a great, I think it's a great grab for them. I think so too. Um, and also too, I mean, the Panthers were eleven and five. They really didn't need to bolster up anything else. Uh, they didn't need to build off Jonathan Stewart. They have Christian McCaffrey to work back there. Um, and also, there's no running backs. But I do think that this is the perfect pick for them. They need a wide receiver. That was their top choice. And there's not really any cornerbacks left that are worth a first-round merit. Um, the only one I would have said is that you could have gotten um, uh, Sam Hubbard with this pick. But that's about it. Mm-hmm. Because you never know how long Jules Pepper is going to be involved in the game. Anyway, with the 25th pick, Tennessee Titans select. 
Which I sense like a familiar name in Sam Hubbard. Yay! I, I like Sam Hubbard a lot, actually. I think because they need a kind of an edge rusher or pass rusher guy. I think he fits the defense that they're going to be going for. Um, we could have said a lot of things. We could have said Vanderlesh. We could have said Rashad Evans. But I really like Sam Hubbard here. I mean, I like, I really do like Vanderlesh here. I think, uh, I like him, but I, I think, think Sam Hubbard's a better player overall. And you have that neck concern with Vanderlesh. I, that's true. There's neck concern. I could drop him out. Yeah. I mean, he could drop another first. He could not matter teams. We'll see. But, um, I see Vanderlesh is like a, va- a variable clone. So I, I think that, uh, I think that, that would, that no star guy getting no respect. So he mm-hmm. comes on, he works hard. Just to play style, man. Fucking Watch Ford watch commercial. Them play. All right. But, yeah, um, I know, but, but I think Sam Hubbard's a safer pick too. Sam yeah. Hubbard's an I mean, you get that big ten. I think it's a little early, ones. but I mean, at this point in the draft, it's hard being early between the late early seconds and late firsts. Like, I mean, also too, this pass rush sucks. Like, yeah, this is true. a horrible pass rush class. Sure. Um, and you have an odd pick coming in at twenty six. So I'm looking around, and uh, the you know the Atlanta Falcons they go and take Dallas Goddard. I mean, I'm looking. Right. I'm, I'm right. thinking. I'm right. thinking. I remember a report that came out last year when the New York Giants selected uh, Evan Ingram, that the Falcons were th- thinking about trading up to come get him. Uh, they've never really. They, their tight end hasn't really necessarily played up to what they're hoping to be. Their tight end position has not really been what they hoped it could be. Um, they could add a, if they could add another talent there that would help out. Uh, Matt Ryan immensely, who had a really off year this year, helped get him back to his star potential. Um, who knows what's going on with Julio Jones right now? Is fucking getting rid of everybody on uh, on the it's Falcons weird. on fucking it's Twitter, weird. getting rid of all affiliation he has to the Falcons and making his Twitter account private. It's just weird. Um, so who knows what's happening with that? That's got to be freaking him out a little bit. Well, let's go out and get a receiving threat and not to mention i'm sitting there with like wow my uh in division rival the new orleans state new orleans saints man remember when they had a good tight end wow that wasn't fun to play against maybe i should keep no, that from wasn't. happening yeah yeah and because like they definitely have gallus got because like the saints are still fucking good and they're like lamar jackson's off the board they have nothing to lose like, we'll take a fucking tight end yeah, I mean, like, like yeah, I wouldn't I mean, like, me. Yeah, they're already good offense. Yeah, if they go out and stop them from getting Dallas Goddard, I mean, that's also a big plus to this whole thing. It's a very tactical, petty move. Yeah. Um, so with the next pick in the NFL draft, uh, we have the Saints, correct? Correct. So in the Saints, take Colton Miller. Yay! Colton Miller out of UCLA. Yay! 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 Colton Miller! What's the hate for Connor Williams? Because he's going to end up as a guard. Yay! Just because he has fucking short arms doesn't mean he's going to be a guard. Holton <laughs> Miller is awful on tape. Just because he's a big body athletic guy doesn't mean he's going to be a good player. It, Connor Williams has been a starting left tackle since he was a freshman. He had two All-American years going into this year, and then he got hurt this year and had, like, one bad game while he was hurt and then missed most of the season. And suddenly people are like, well, if you look at his tape from this year, it wasn't as good as the other previous year. No shit. He was hurt. No shit. It wasn't as good as the other years. Okay. Granted, this is, again, disclaimer from, like, the top five picks we talked about. I think this is what the Saints will do with a 6'9 fucking alignment. They're going to look at him. We'll just fucking dig him. 
I don't know. 34 man. inch arms. I think they're going to take him. I don't think it's the greatest pick, but I think that's what they're going to do. Because they, I, I have, they need to address their own line because Jeremy Butford is just a fucking band aid. I, I just hope fucking Connor Williams in real life falls to the New York Giants in a second somehow because there's so much disrespect and he's going to be a left tackle one day. I hope he never falls. Me, 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 me. I hope he never falls. Fuck you. <laughs> it's a good impersonation of me. Yeah, I, I like thought it. so. I thought it was pretty good. I can't hate. I ain't going to hate. Do you know that Connor Williams had an afro at one point in time? Did he? Mm-hmm. Did you know he was bullied in high school? Yeah, I believe. And weren't all O linemen bullied in high school? <laughs> hey, he you like, weird kid. He's <laughs> a fat nerd or something like that. I don't know. He talks he about it. A fat nerd. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, with the 28th pick, the Pittsburgh Steelers get the the guy they wanted this all along. They get the replacement for Ryan Shazier, Van Der Esch. That's a good pick for them. Um, Shout out to Ryan Shazier. But um, that's a very good pick for them. They start replacing him. They can start intermingling him. They still have Tyler Mockett. Rest and paralyzed. (laughs) Rest and paralyzed. That's funny. I haven't heard that one before. Rest in Paradise. I just always thought it. <laughs> yeah, I'm an asshole. Is it kind of like Rest in Paradise for Rest in Paralyze? I like that. That's very, that's very clever. I hope I hope Ryan Chazier is like, I can't wait to listen to my favorite NFL podcast. <laughs> it is us and you make fun of him and he kills you. He comes to watch me and kills you. Yeah, him and what fucking legs. <laughs> he wheels up your driveway and murders Runs him. over my neck with his wheelchair. <laughs> he could. If he gets out of it, it gets a hold on you. You're dead. All right, guys, let's cut. Let's cut the shit before somebody reports our podcast. No, keep it. <laughs> I want this. Well, we're not editing anything, so it's it's no, in. We're not. not at all. <laughs> <laughs> the pick is in. <laughs> Rest in paralyzed. Paralyzed. All right, but anyway, Vander Esch is a great player, man. You watch his tape, and yeah. he just fucking kills people. He is going to be a freak. Um, I really like him. He kind of reminds me of um, DeAndre Levy. No, I'm trying to think of his name. It was another white guy. Um, he's a guy who used to play for the 49ers and then retired early because of concussions. Oh, he retired like two years ago, right? A few years um, ago, yeah. Yeah, fuck, dude. Who did it? Because now I'm kind of curious. Here, you keep talking. I'll look it up. Chris Borland. Chris Borland. Chris Borland. Guys, yeah. reminds me a little bit of how Chris Borland played. Um, I think he's going to be a really good player. I think he's got to be a 100, 100 tackle guy, a guy who can get a couple sacks for you, a guy mm-hmm. who um, he's just a very good player. Um, maybe an Eric Parrison, kind of like what I thought Scooby Wright would have been in the NFL. Scooby Wright. Well, he went to the Browns, to be fair, so it's kind of. fair, he went in the seventh round. I thought he was going to be like a third round pick. <laughs> I thought he was in the first round pick like the year before, but he was in the sophomore. Um, yeah. But his career is a beast, though. I think he went to the right team. If he goes to the Patriots, one day. he'll work out one pro. day. Automatic pro bowler if he goes to the Patriots. Yeah, that's true. Automatic, um, dude. So, anyway, we, uh, Jacksonville Jaguars are up next. Oh, so Jacksonville, they will take a left tackle now they have it. And Connor Williams, yay! Good, good, good. 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 Somebody respects him. And of course, somebody smart like Tom Coughlin would pick him. Oh, get off your fucking horse. Mm-hmm. Um, so pretty much the only reason to do this is move Cam Robinson to right tackle. Yeah. So Connor Williams at left tackle. Where and everybody thought that Cam Robinson was going to play on the NFL anyway, but they didn't have 
anybody for left. So they suck him there. He did a good enough job, man. He really did. But I mean, put them. He's that probably gonna be a beast right, right tackle though. Yeah. yeah, put him in natural right. Let Connor and Williams play a natural left, and let's let's get, build this young offensive line and get to work with fucking uh, Leonard Fournette. I agree. It's weird because like everyone's like, oh wow, the Jaguars need to take a wide receiver because they don't have one. It's like they have a pretty decent core. I wouldn't do mm. that. I would take one of the best players available. You don't need a running back. The cornerback's not there. There is a linebacker available, but you don't really need him. Um, defensive tackle, they don't really need him. Um, I would say Connor Williams is the best pick here. He's the safest pick. Go out and get it, girl. All right, man. Well, with the next pick, I'm going to pick another offensive lineman. Uh, we're going to go two offensive linemen with the 30th pick, Will Hernandez, uh, guard to the great Minnesota pick. Vikings. Absolutely great. That's a steal. It's a steal. Honestly. It is a steal. I think. I don't think this guy's going to make it out of the first round as much people like keep letting him drop out of the first round. I don't think he will. He's a I'm very, surprised he's gotten this far. This no, I agree. He's a very old school guy. I think Ozzy should have gone over Zay Wynn, but but I mean I get it. It was a versatility. But as far as like playing ability, he is a, such an old school fucking run blocker. He reminds me a little bit of like a Richie Incognito. He uh he's just he's just a bully. He just yeah. he just goes out there. He's a bull like he's a fucking bull dude. I would love to have him on that line. Especially yeah, because the Vikings, their right guard just retired too. Mm-hmm. Exactly, that's what we're talking about. Um, so I think that's a, I think it's a natural pick pick for them. Uh, I think the that's a pick I'd love to see how it slip to the Giants. Another guy I think is good at the end of here. That's a good offensive lineman, but I think it's a great pick for the Vikings. I think that that's a you know, and you know, protect your running back who got towards ACL last year. Yeah, protect Alvin Cook, man. Yeah, and protect your fucking fucking richest. Man in the NFL. Well, Matthew Stafford is rich in heart and character. Kirk Cousins is a piece of shit. Um, <laughs> Eli is rich in personality. Because he's fucking retarded. <laughs> it's like seeing the like retarded kid at the grocery store, and you're like, oh, he's doing stuff for himself. He's rich he in chromosomes. He what? He's rich in chromosomes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were like actually mad or like he has character, Ryan. No. <laughs> He's rich in chromosomes. Oh my god, no one's gonna like this podcast. Um, <laughs> the content's good, but they keep making fun of black people, retarded people. Um, <laughs> black people just paralyzed people. Paralyzed black people. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good pick for them. Um, the Vikings are gonna be scary this year. Watch out. Uh, the NFC North is gonna be a fucking bloodbath. But um, yeah, it is. Anyway, I think the Lions are gonna be like ten and six. I guess. Oh yeah. But, so um, um, Ryan, where was this uh, Connor Williams that you said was gonna fall to the to the Patriots? You said just watch out. You were you were alluding to that. I wasn't gonna take Connor Williams. Piece of shit. That take, I, I took Connor. I had to control to not take Connor Williams. Who, who are the Patriots going to take here? Rashad Evans out of Alabama. It's a very oh, good so when, did, so when did they get that offensive lineman that you were talking about? I don't know. They're going to go pick up a guy who wears a fucking Dunkin' Donuts and they're going to plug and him. And then they're going to start him at left tackle to protect 40 old Tom Brady. That sounds like a smart idea. Yeah, probably. Fuck <laughs> you, Ryan. I, I don't hate it. I don't Mr. Hate defensive it. tackle when you have two. Let's not get a guy who protects Tom Brady. I think it's a good idea. I think they can trade one of them. Anyway, so, I do like this pick, though. There was no good offensive lineman available. Tell me why you picked. Are, are, are you just saying you like it? No, I do. I wouldn't. I wouldn't like if there was a tackle available. That was great, but there really isn't. 
Um, I'm just saying, uh, so what I liked about this pick was that Rashad Evans is, he's up, he's a very good, this linebacker class is sneaky good, I think, in a way. Um, I think he's a very, very good linebacker. He's very um, nose-to-the-ball kind of guy. And I think just overall, the Patriots at this position, you have, you just lost your defensive coordinator, you lost some defensive players. Go out there and get a linebacker for the future. He's going to stay in there. He's missed uh, stability in that defense. I think it's a no-brainer pick here with Rashad Evans. Yeah, man. I mean, and they... I mean, the one thing I can not give you shit about with their defensive tackle pick is they love Alabama players, and they, they, came, out, they, they came out and got two. And I mean, it's a lot, but I mean, they do like the Alabama players. I'll give, I'll give you that. Granted, I think that um, <clears throat> I'm not saying they're going to take Daron Payne. I think they will take because the depth wise, I think because they love bolstering on D line. Um, and I think that Rashad Evans makes sense because they're really not that great at linebacker, and pairing him with Kyle Vanoy is a good choice. I think yeah. it's. I'm not saying it's a no-brainer choice, by the way. But well, I even though I just did, but I think that pairing him with Kyle Vannoy, getting that D line vamped up, they're going to have a filthy pass rush, and they're going. I think they're going to really do things. Yeah, I get that. So, um, so the last pick, um, I think I think one of the best guys left on the board just works the Philadelphia Eagles select uh, Jerry Alexander. The great pick. I mean, the guy is a fucking. At, he's uh, talented. He's talented, and I was going to see him early second round. But, um, you know, they don't have anything to lose because they didn't really lose anyone from the Super Bowl team. Mm-hmm. They didn't I mean, need to take Billy Price. They didn't need to take um, – they didn't need to reach for a running back. They didn't need to reach for a wide receiver. They are good on all facets, but go get that defensive back. Uh, yeah, and they weren't, great, they weren't great at uh, defensive back this year. I mean, granted, they're getting your boy from last year's draft uh, back this year, the guy from Washington, Sidney. Um, Sidney Jones, yeah. Sidney Jones. So, And they, they, just, they, just, they just lost Patrick Robinson. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a good thing because Patrick Robinson was a starter. It's important to notate that. Yeah. Um, and I think Jory Alexander can also be a starter, especially in that Jim Schwartz defense. He exploits uh, cornerback's talent. I think it's gonna be very good. Yeah, so you, they can pass rush. They have some good defensive backs back there. I think uh, I think this is a good good fit for them to just mm-hmm. keep bolstering this team. I think so too. Um, you know, had Rashad Evans been there, I would have taken Rashad Evans. Yeah, but, um, but that's just it's, it's really just best by available. And to be completely honest, I think they trade out of this pick. To be honest, honest, but I think so too. But we can't really gauge that with second yeah. rounders and third rounders. But from with like they're trading away Jay and just they don't have a lot of picks after this for a while, so I think that's just the pick is they probably trade out of this. Um, team trades up so they can get the fifth year option on a player. Maybe they come out and get like a Mason Rudolph or something. But um, yeah, so that was our 2018 mock draft, guys. Um, that's it. We, we hope it's good. We hope it, we hope it works for you. Um, disclaimer again: this isn't what we would do. This is what we think will happen. Yep. So everybody, enjoy the draft. The best time of the year. Uh, we'll Unless end, you're a oh, Packers, Vikings, or Bears fan, eat shit and die. Yep. And uh, hopefully we'll talk to you guys next week. We're trying to figure out how, where we can store these podcasts because SoundCloud are assholes. So, all right. See you that guys might next be time. a good investment idea. <laughs>